Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to a very exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. It's exciting, both because I refer to every episode as exciting because I'm just an excited person who likes to take a lot of naps, uh, but also because I'm sitting in my studio and I'm not staring into a computer screen talking to people via Zoom. That's right, you guys. I'm in person with Tony Thaxton, the bad boy of podcasting. I'm sitting across the table from Tony Thaxton. We're sharing air. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty momentous. Yeah. yeah. It's been... How long has it been? It's been Almost not a year. Quite a year, but yeah, what was it like? Maybe since last July. I think it was since like last that. July. It was last July. We were feeling good. I had begun curling my hair with a curling rod, indicating that I was a new me. I yeah. was. We were all vaccinated. We thought. Remember that crazy pandemic that's behind us. <laughs> That the, foolish pandemic. Those suckers behind who, us completely. who are still going to get it because they refuse to get the vaccine. Not us. We're protected. And then one by one, people, you know, you know what? No need to relive it. We've been living it. Uh, and then back into our houses, we went back onto Zoom. We went. And now here we are in person again. Regular listeners know Tony has offered me a reasonable 40000 Mm-hmm. Now, you might be thinking 40000 What does he normally pay her to produce her show? But you'd be, I mean, back, hold, hold, hold right there. Just <laughs> Wait, hold hey. your horses, hold your horses. I'm getting have all to, kerfuffled. I have to, that. so you think that the listener already thought that I pay you to work on the show? You think that they don't think that this is the kind of opportunity <laughs> someone would pay me to be part of? I'm just making sure I heard that right. Okay. I'm so. just saying when they hear that you're paying me 40,000 per episode, mm-hmm. naturally th- to do it in person. Yeah. The next logical question is what was he paying her to do it on Zoom? <laughs> and so uh, that's when I say hold your horses right there, buddy Charlie. I think is what I was trying to say before. And I just want to explain to them that they might misunderstand how it normally works because even though this show seems like so much fun, it would make sense naturally that naturally you would be paying me yeah. to work on it. For an opportunity of a lifetime. Of a life. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cheap at twice the cost is the phrase. Because mm-hmm. I was like cheap at half the cost. I don't. How does that work? But it's cheap at twice the cost. Listener Lee Bruns wrote in to correct me. Um and I, I don't mean, I didn't take it. I, I appreciated, I appreciated that I got Lee splained. Um, <laughs> no, I really did appreciate it because I didn't understand before. What I'm trying to say is the way it normally works is normally I would pay Tony for his services. Mm-hmm. That's, ta- that's how we, how we've always done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back before the pandemic when it was in person uh-huh. and then also on Zoom. Yes. But now it has become so important to Tony that we do it in person. I graciously accept his, his offer. Yeah, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's uh, making life so, <laughs> so much, much more fun. And, and uh, honestly, yeah, it does. Like this, going on top of it being so much more fun and natural in person, it like cuts down on like, cause like these Zoom shows take me like, three times as long to work on after right the fact. right so, yes it's yeah. gonna cut down because now there's not gonna be all the drop boxing all yeah. the fault because you know what when we do it on zoom and this is easily this is where the forty thousand goes out the window and now it'll just go straight to me instead of out the window you have to follow up with guests because you we say it always ends with like oh thank you guys so much and then right as we're like leaving meeting I'm like oh hey don't forget could you send yes, your f- send your file to Tony our, their yeah. own audio. send your yes. file to Tony 
And then usually they do, but sometimes we have to follow up. Yeah. There's not going to be any following up today. And sometimes get that audio and it's terrible. It's shitty. And it's no (laughs) fault of, I mean, sometimes it's their fault. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. Yeah. Some people just haven't really done that. Uh, Don't do any sort of recording ever. And so they're like, wait, what am I, how, huh? You know, it's insane. And then we can move on to things that are outside of the very specific niche of audio recording remotely in a pandemic but at the beginning of all of this it was like it's crazy that people are expected to be their own audio engineer yeah but now it's crazy that it's gotten to the point where we're like how do people not know how to be their own audio engineer (laughs) you know like the the first thought was the one that's more logical yeah I, I I was gonna say I give them the benefit of the doubt if it's like someone that we don't have on regularly, but I guess at the same time, anybody that you're having on the show is likely someone that's done a podcast before, and most likely, probably in the last two years, they've done one, so it's probably yeah. been like this. So I don't know. I uh... <laughs> the ease with which we communicate when we're in person. Yeah, see, this is our so much better. <laughs> uh, just real fast. I usually FaceTime with my therapist, uh-huh. and recently I reset the pram settings or something on my computer because I was having a problem with the USB ports, or I don't really know, but I was having a problem with something on my computer i reset something and now it's all fixed however now my therapist can't hear me on facetime so we have to yes so we have to zoom which is fine but it gave me greater insight into all the audio problems that everyone has been having during the pandemic because it's like I completely was like, oh, shit, now what do I do? Like, I totally got flustered. Yeah. You know? You turn into a old person when at the grocery store when the one of the employees tells them they can use the self-checkout. Yes. Oh, I, I'm, <laughs> I am that person, though. Oh, I really? do not. Yes, I will not. Are you one of those people who like self-checkout? Oh, I'm all about it. Oh, Tony, why? Because I, it's just easy. It's nice and quick. The line, there's usually no line. Just get in no. there. I'm not usually buying a ton of stuff. Just no. get in and out. That is the promise of self-checkout. Just like you never have to say goodbye to someone too soon is the promise of Theranos. You know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) I mean, kind of. I haven't watched it. Only kind of. There's only 600 documentaries and 45 series about it. And and 30 podcasts. Oh, I'm watching The Dropout on Hulu and it's so good. I've heard it's good. Which then made me go watch, start to watch the Netflix documentary, which Daniel was convinced we watched together, but we didn't. He's seen it. I haven't. But anyway, um, yes. It had such great promise. It was a total fraud, which is what I feel of the self-checkout aisle. However, it seems that you have good luck with it. I don't like self I am an introvert. I don't love dealing with people. However, with self-checkout, the reason I don't like to do it, even though as a little kid, I wanted nothing more than to one day scan items at a grocery store. (laughs) What fun. But I feel like something always doesn't work, and then there's a line behind me, and then I actually have to go get a person, and then I'm holding up people, and then I'm like being held hostage by the grocery store, and it's just a nightmare. No offense to people who've actually been held hostage. I'm not saying it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice and easy for me. Also, I don't know when you go, but key to sanity for me, working uh, the type of uh, jobs that I work give me a flexible schedule for the most part and so i try to do any sort of errands weekdays when everybody else is at work Mm. so like i'm never really dealing with lines and uh yeah so there's never people waiting for that self-checkout behind me and it just goes smoothly but how has it ever not gone smoothly the only times i can think of is like there's uh sometimes i will buy uh the big like bottles of the Starbucks cold brew mm-hmm. and where they put the UPC code. Some there's like a little uh, indentation on the bottle and sometimes that screws with this. And sometimes Got I can't it. get that to scan. But other than that, that's Got about it. it. Yeah. What do you do in that case? There's usually a person standing right there and I just give them the old, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to know you raised your hand in a very like, like fist in the air, one finger up. Yeah. 
Like you mean business, but in a friendly but assertive way. That's right. It means Thax Man needs some help. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that gesture has been passed down by all the Thax Men to the other to the the younger men. Is yeah, maybe so. I didn't realize it was a family thing. I but, think maybe uh, you, is your dad a Tony too? No. What is he? He is a Harold Richard. A Harold Richard. Yeah. Does he go by Harold or Harry? He goes by Harold, but he also goes by Dick. Oh. Yeah. So like he oh, goes okay. by either. Um Is he ever yeah. a Hal, a Hal Dick? No, my grandfather his dad was uh Harold also and he went by Hal a lot of the time. I like all of it. I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Please pass my respects on to Hal and Dick. <laughs> and wait. I'm sorry. You said sometimes Harry, but also Dick? No. Never just Harry. Just Harold. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. It was very important. Uh, Tony, are you aware that the young people don't use the thumbs up emoji? No. Yeah. and I, I was going to cut you off even before when you just said, <laughs> are you aware of the young people? And just go ahead and give you a blanket okay. no. Because, yeah, I've reached that age, I think, now where I don't, I don't know anything anymore. Have you reached the age where you have a fly swatter and you actually use it? <laughs> Because I, I have, am now that age. No, I, I don't even own a fly swatter. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. I don't feel great about it. Like, I feel bad that I'm murdering flies. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't feel good about that. Um, in general, if it is an insect, and yes, this is, I'm, I'm virtue signaling right now. If it's an insect that I can carry outside in any way, I will. But there are these large, slow-moving flies that buzz around, that, like they're new and they're they, new. <laughs> some of those new bugs <laughs> they're new to my life uh-huh. i don't think they're new to society uh-huh. they're arguably very old but they're new to my bathroom they're new to our bedroom to our house and mostly you know they're around because it sounds like uh, a plane taking off they're so fucking loud <laughs> mm-hmm. but they're very slow uh and We've tried turning out all the lights and then opening a window. In fact, Mm -hmm. I believe that we got one to, we evicted one last night this way. But occasionally you need a fly swatter. Yeah. And it's very easy to, uh, look, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm describing (laughs) bug massacring in, in such detail. We are back in person now and I feel like this is kind of on brand for, uh, Wait, oh now I'm spacing on what it always yes, was. Yes! Why, why, why not? I wasn't even doing it. It's not even a bit. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. People are, we are robot. We're monkey robots, Tony. <laughs> why can't we? Termites. Termites, yes. So it's like you talked about them all the time and I can't <laughs> pull it. Because also that's the other part of me getting old now is I, yeah. just, I can't remember anything anymore. I need to take a moment to fully digest the fact that we're back in person and I'm talking about insects <laughs> and I wasn't even doing it as a bit. I'm like genuinely needing to tell you about what's happened to me and the fly swatter. So anyway, Daniel grabbed the fly swatter and marched in last night and was like, I'm taking care of this. And then to, and, and it was so fast. And then today there was just another one. And I'm like, didn't this guy learn a lesson from his friend? But he didn't. <laughs> so then I grabbed a fly swatter and I'm like, I'm turning into my parents because they have this cabinet that when you open it, like 16 fly swatters, like they all go like, they like fan out. Like, aren't, don't you have any shame? That's how I feel towards my parents. Like, mm-hmm. there's too many fly swatters that, like, they all, there's like a hook on the inside of the cabinet. And when you open it up, they all, like, accordion out at you. And it's very, uh, it's embarrassing that they own this many fly swatters. It's also gross. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm getting sprayed by bug guts. What's mm-hmm. happening here? Mm-hmm. But anyway, in that way that you just inevitably turn into your parents, I felt that happening to me as I marched around the house with a fly swatter <laughs> this morning. So anyway, you think you're getting old. I think I'm getting old. Yeah. So I believe the young people and I wish we, you know what we need to get? We need to get a young person that like Elliot would be a great one, but he's too young. <laughs> right. We need someone in between us and Elliot who can be the young person we turn to. Listen, if you're young and you're listening, and I know I have young listeners, write in and let us know that you'll be our resident young person that we can turn to for questions like this. Email us, show at gmail.com and let us know if you want the gig. The title could be, you could be 
young person czar uh czar of young people things i believe there's like an issue with the thumbs up emoji and i i don't know if it means fuck you or it means something negative the see i haven't heard that but i i i thought maybe uh people not using the uh the like okay symbol because i feel like that white pride yeah that Yes. Yeah. That I mean, has I know been going that, that, but right. That's been going on for a while. <laughs> no offense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the thumbs up, I believe mean it, it has some negative connotation or means something else. So they don't use it. So now when I do tap back, like, do you know, are you, do you know the term tap back? <laughs> <Nope>. Okay. So, <laughs> so when you like do a heart, when you on someone's text message, when you do a heart mm-hmm. or a reaction to it, mm-hmm. um, I won't even do the thumbs up reaction. So like when you're like, I'm going to be there in you know 15 minutes, mm-hmm. I just gave it a heart when really right. it's more of a, it deserves a thumbs up, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know what message I'm sending with thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. I find myself on these areas of TikTok where it's like, here's what, you know, all these emojis say and everything that you think means something means another thing. I don't know what message I'm sending anymore. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell you, your thumbs up are safe with me. Okay, good. I, I might go back I don't to know, thumbs up. I don't know what it could possibly be. Yeah. And until I know, I'm going to play dumb. Like, I think that the skull, if someone says something funny, you do a skull and that means you're dead. Like, it's so funny I'm dead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I tell you something about Elliot, our, my goth son? Um, so he's been goth for a while. Uh, in I don't terms think I of this. yes, well, in terms well, I know of like been asking about death, right? Yes, yeah, oh, right. Yeah. So, but he's been like fun goth in terms of like he loves Halloween mm-hmm. and he loves the Adams family and he likes really spooky things. Um, but just lately, he has started asking about death. Yeah. So anyway, Daniel told me he was driving him to school. So he and Owen are sitting in the back, and oh, Elliot just casually with a smile on his face says to Owen. Owen, did you know that one day you're going to die and they're going to put you in a coffin and bury you underground? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awful and amazing at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean thankfully, it's not awful. You know what I mean. Thankfully, Owen didn't seem to it didn't register with him. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, cuz if if Elliot's just now kind of like asking about all this, yeah. yeah, it's probably yeah, right. he's got a couple years still, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man it is intense when you learn about all that stuff intense and upsetting yeah you know what else is intense and upsetting how warm it is in this room it i is, think it i need is to a little toasty now you're in the seat where it gets really cold so um sorry about that right that's all right yeah all right so how's it going tone zone we haven't really like had a real you know tone zone and alice and rosen hang session so long <laughs> it has been it's, um yeah it's been a while it's you know it's been a real roller coaster for a while um but uh i i uh like a month ago i feel like i got things got like uh, saying they got pretty dark is is makes it sound worse than it was but i was just i was not in a very good place i feel like and just like really depressed and and just like this is all just like becoming too i'm like all right i'm i know everybody's done with this i know i'm not un, unusual in that uh but yeah it was uh i was like i don't i don't know i don't know even and and you know i know i like give you a hard time about the zoom stuff but like even that was just becoming like it's like it gives me like so much anxiety now like mm-hmm. i i don't know because like honestly it feels weird that we're talking face to face now for obvious reasons but then like Normally, when we're doing the show now, I have the soundboard on my computer. I'm taking notes. I have the Zoom to look at. I have my recording to look at, like, all on one screen. And it's just, like, too much. And plus, right. like, thinking if it's the Thursday shows, like, thinking, trying to, like, look at drops and stuff and all. So it's just, like, it's a lot. Yeah. And um, just all of that. And I just, it's never gotten to a point where Zoom felt even remotely natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, that just uh, is getting. But... Things like, you know, I'm trying cautiously optimistic right now and trying to not get my hopes too up. But like this really does feel the most normal that it's felt in mm-hmm. quite a while. And uh, like even even more so than that window last summer when right. we were in person for a bit. Right. Um, and I've been going out more and doing a lot more. I've been keeping a lot busier. And that's like doing 
it's crazy how much that does for my morale like mm-hmm. just being like keeping busy and not just watching youtube all day <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know elliot um i think i mentioned on the show I, I'm I'm now losing track of where I've mentioned what. Um, but we signed him up for this sports class, and it's my friend Izzy. Her son um, signed up for it first, and then she told me about it. And Izzy is one of my good friends who I like never really see uh, anymore. Um, so I'm so glad we signed Elliot up for it because he loves it, but also I get to hang out with Izzy while he does it. Mm-hmm. And it's Sunday morning, and I'm not I'm not really a morning person, and I'm also not like a socializing with other people in the morning. It's not even that early; it's 10:30. Yeah, but the Sunday that we went, I like sat there and got to catch up with Izzy. And then I was in a good mood all day. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it has made such this, this day fe- feels and felt so different than the other days because I actually connected with a friend. Mm-hmm. And I think as and I'm saying something that's so obvious, but I think we I forget it. It's easy to forget. Yeah, like as, like as, as people silly as that sounds, we're designed to, to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh yeah. And I'm I'm kind of I'm so glad to have that. Uh, and I've been having like a bunch of rehearsals and getting to play drums more with people lately and then but the other the other line of walking right now and I mean nothing against this person, but I, I, I know I had told you before that I had a, a friend staying with me, and he, oh, he's yeah. still he's still here because he's in town for like three weeks, um, and staying with me, and it's been great because he's a really great friend of mine, and we get along great. However, you know, after two years of being the only person in my place, um, yeah. it's it's like a complete shift now and i'm like oh this i don't uh i don't care for someone always being here. yeah that totally makes sense yeah it's it's a lot because like the same thing like i and they're just like dumb little minor things of you know when i first get up and go to let bentley out like a lot of times he's like already like sitting on the couch and i'm just like i just he's just a much he's a much chattier person than i mm-hmm. am and i'm just like I, I, just, I just don't really i don't want to talk right now yeah <laughs> again it's nothing against him it's just it's just me and my things and yeah um yeah and just those little things of like it feels like anytime i'm like thinking about like i might make some food then like that's when i unknowingly because i'll think that in like the other room and then i'll go out there and he's making food <laughs> and like it's just like lots of that kind of stuff yes. and it's uh it's it's testing my patience a little bit right now. Yeah. Do you think he has any inkling? I gotta assume so. I mean, again, we still get along, and we're we're it's not it's not anything bad. We haven't mm-hmm. like fought or anything like that. But I just I think uh, it's got to be obvious for how quiet I get sometimes. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cohabitating with someone that you're in love with. And in an intimate different. relationship with, but even that can yeah, get hard. It, so when it's a friend sure. that you're not in that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with, yeah, especially yeah, after all this time, yeah. So wait, this guy is not in your band, right? No, this guy, uh, he's a friend that lives in Boston. When I've when I've uh, done those wedding gigs right, that I've right. gone out of town for before, yeah, he's yeah, he's that friend. So how much do you think your plummeting mood a month ago had to do with the tour not happening? That was definitely a huge part of it um, because it was, uh, you know, as you know, I'd looked forward to it for a very long time. Yeah, I did take that personally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just on top of like, that's like the thing that I'm like the most comfortable doing out of like anything in my life, Um, even though, you know, I've had a up and down relationship with touring also. um, But like whenever I go back to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, like this is this like I feel like mm-hmm. me more than I ever do. Um, so I was looking forward to that and it would just be fun. And then, you know, my friends that are in the band and their friends that are on the crew that work for us. And, and then, yeah, I did the big road trip uh, with the dog and seeing my family. That was all great, but it was, it was a lot more depressing doing that drive back home way sooner than I was supposed to. And having not done the big fun thing that i left for so like yeah coming home was was pretty depressing and then you know it's i think you and i've talked a lot about how hard it's been to get motivated in the last two years and like that motivation went down big like even more like it was already bad and it went down big time after that like i just didn't want to do anything Mm -hmm. and like just to the point and like nothing 
was satisfying to me. Like even I feel like food has been a, a big thing for everybody of like this comfort food and stuff. But even like that, I'm just like literally not. I don't even care. Like I'm still eating, but like nothing even sounded good to mm-hmm. me. And I'm just like I don't care. What <laughs> it was just a whole lot of I don't care. Yeah, which yeah. is like a hallmark of depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I feel like that's been like a big thing with the pandemic is just the feeling of being. I I realize I didn't finish that sentence, Um, but part of why I am a little bit gun shy right now is I feel like I got my hopes up before, so I'm afraid to trust it again. I feel like we're we've been kind of gaslit by reality too much. So mm. I'm just like, I don't know. And I could imagine after the tour that you were like planning for and had your hopes up about and that not happening, just feeling like, like you got totally, um, dicked over by reality. <laughs> yeah. After of a lot of that, I mean, we've yeah. talked about it a bunch of just like before all of this, like feeling like while, while the pandemic happened shortly after I started uh, the divorce process, yeah. uh, still though, like the you know I've talked about it, it, like was ultimately a good thing, and I felt like everywhere else in life had all this momentum, and I was like I'm excited about the future, and uh, and then yeah, all of that momentum just went away, and uh, yeah, it feels, but yeah, it, things feel more hopeful right now than they have in a very long time, so. Yeah, again, trying to not get too hopeful, but uh yeah, it it's 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 feeling good. It's feeling good. When you get out there and you're near people, you know what, Tony, you're going to want to smell good. Okay. When it comes to personal hygiene, who has time to read that long list of ingredients on the back of the bottle? Some ingredients I can't even pronounce. If you're like me and you care about what goes on your body, then it's time to try native personal care products like I did. Every native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. Native deodorant smells so good. I just like to open it up and smell it and go, ah. <sighs> You don't have to make that noise, but I recommend it. It's like this. It smells so. You know how good it smells, Tony. You've smelled it. Oh, I used you can't to have it. I can't it. stop you from smelling it. Best known for their aluminum-free deodorant, Native wants to help you practice safe sweats, which is why they keep their ingredient list bare naked with ingredients you understand like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes. 24-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, a smooth residue-free application, and over 10 cents to choose from. Native's coconut and vanilla-scented deodorant has been a fan favorite for years. I think that one's my favorite, except I keep choosing new new favorites but the coconut oh my god the coconut and vanilla smells so good the lavender and rose smells so good the cucumber and mint smells so good they have an unscented as well recently native has partnered with baked by melissa with a collection of scents inspired by baked by melissa's delicious cupcake creations um i love baked by melissa i love all this stuff uh Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedo.com slash best friend or use promo code best friend at checkout. That's nativedo, nativedo.com slash best friend or use promo code best friend at checkout for 20% off your first order. I also want to talk to you guys about Ring Alarm Pro. I'm sure we all know about the Ring video doorbell by now, but something you may not know, Ring makes an alarm. It's true. Ring makes an alarm. Ring Alarm is an award-winning home security system with available professional monitoring when you subscribe. Best of all, you can easily install it yourself. And Ring didn't stop there. They changed the home security game with Ring Alarm Pro. That's why I decided to work with Ring to put a ring of security around my home with the new Ring Alarm Pro. Ring Alarm Pro is next level security system. CNET calls Ring Alarm Pro, quote, a giant leap for home security. And after using it, I think they're totally right. Ring Alarm Pro helps secure my entire home 
home and the Wi-Fi it runs on. With Ring Alarm Pro, Ring combined a home security system and a Wi-Fi router. So this thing helps protect your home and secure your network. So now I have a secure network with a crazy strong signal for all the devices across my home. And if you're anything like me, that's a lot of devices. When Daniel and I moved into this home, Daniel told me about his dream of having a smart home where everything could be controlled by his phone. And I thought to myself, that is not my dream. I do not share your dream. I'm fine with a dumb home. Why must everything be wired? Why must everything be controlled by your phone? Daniel, don't you realize there's just so many things that can just go wrong? I don't get it. Is it a man thing? I don't get it. Fast forward to now. We have a smart home. Everything is controlled by Daniel's phone. And I do have to say, it's pretty cool. I've adjusted to it, but I do love that the Ring Alarm Pro makes it all secure. Uh, when we first moved in, we wanted to get an alarm system. And so we looked into a bunch of them. I polled people on social media because there's like some big ones and these are the companies that you call and they come out and they're hard to unsubscribe from. And people gave me their unvarnished opinions and I did not particularly, I, there was like pros and cons with all of them. And then I talked to someone I know who's very uh, tech savvy and he told me that he got the ring alarm and I knew of the ring doorbell, but I didn't know that they had an alarm at that point. And he's like, oh yeah, it's great. I just bought it and then I installed it myself. And this appealed to me so much. So we got it that day. Daniel installed it himself and we've been loving it ever since. And now we have the ring alarm pro um, and I really like it. We're about to go on vacation and I just know that while we're gone, everything it's like, you know, we're able to to feel confident and secure while we're away. So it's great. You may not have known, but it's true. Ring has an award-winning alarm. And to protect my home, I've gone pro with Ring Alarm Pro. To learn more, go to ring.com forward slash best friend. That's ring.com forward slash best friend. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that's what I was going to say? Oh, I've caught on to some things over the years. Well, you're right. I was going to say, okay, Tony. Um, <laughs> I actually tried to beat you to it, and then you just happened to do it right when I did it. So, well, maybe, so maybe, I don't know. Anything could happen. Maybe there will be another chance for you to say, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I almost, I feel faint from all the frivolity, Tony, and maybe because I'm not taking deep enough, enough breaths. So listen, uh, this episode originally was supposed to be you, me, and Daniel. Mm hmm. Thank God we got rid of him because he would have brought us down. <laughs> He's your house guest that talks too much. Oh my God. Whenever I'm thinking about maybe, maybe I'll, let out Wendy. He's there trying to chat with me. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, uh, our babysitter was sick today. So he is watching the kids. Uh, and I feel bad about that um, because he would like to be on this show, but sucks to be him. <laughs> no, it's okay. He and I are going to record this. We're hopefully going to have a babysitter this weekend. He now will record this weekend. But if you knew that we had plans to record this weekend because I solicited calls and you're like, I thought I was getting to the Tony Daniel Allison experience. Um, you were going to, and, and now you're getting the Tony Allison experience, which some may say is an improvement. And then you'll get the Allison and Daniel experience. You're just, look, you thought you were having pie a la mode and it turns out you're having pie and then you're having ice cream and really you're getting to savor the experience on two separate occasions. I don't think anyone gave a shit, and I don't know why. I don't know why I'm really <laughs> well, drilling down. Let's tell them the truth. It's just really that Daniel and I can't stand being in the same You guys room. hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hate each other. Speaking of drilling down experiences, I was thinking about this too much yesterday. It's a thing that I think about too much in general. You know, on airplanes at the end when they're like, we'd like to thank you for flying Southwest. We know you have many. I don't mm -hmm. know if Southwest does yeah, this, yeah. but like I, we know I, you. They, all do, they yeah. all do. Why do they have to acknowledge that you have many options when you fly? I why mean, do they do that? I I don't know how to answer that. I would love to answer that, but I'm not gonna because I don't know how yeah, to. <laughs> it's weird because like I talk about products all the time. Mm -hmm. I never at the end and I use you know, I, I it's from the heart, but also it's yeah. at the, you know, direction of the product. And it's never like, we know you have lots of options when yeah. it comes to deodorant and we thank you for, like, 
it's what probably, made them decide that's the best way to go about uh, ensuring customer loyalty. My best guess, and I'm an idiot, so this is probably not right. Yeah, I know. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, my guess would be that it was like initially, whenever this started, it was meant as like, oh, this will be like a nice personal touch that mm. the people will like. And then everyone else heard that and started copying that and did it as well. And then also like, it's one of the few, um, I don't know, you call a flight a product? <laughs> um, sure. Uh, for lack of a better way to put what I'm trying to say. Uh, I feel like it's a, well, I, actually, no, that's not true. I was going to say it's one of the few things where like, there's someone that like speaks to the like, entirety of the but i was gonna say i guess like if you pay for something at a store that they they don't say thanks for shopping at target we know we you know have, you have of lots options. of options yeah but maybe the, i don't but then again i'm a self-checkout guy maybe they uh they do, well i'm not and they don't okay <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard no they just say like you saved 17 cents today yeah sometimes they say that um yeah it's weird it's weird that you don't hear that in other who would know Someone out there would know. Hmm. Uh, I know. Well, I, I don't know. I do have a friend that her dad is a pilot. Maybe uh, maybe I could ask. Maybe. <laughs> I have to imagine the answer is not going to be exciting. No. Are you involved in the flight industry? And are you listening? <laughs> and are you young? Because you could do double duty. You could be our young person czar and our flight czar. A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Uh, so we solicited calls and I believe the prompt was, how's it going out there? Or tell us your favorite joke or what's your favorite dessert? I don't think anyone took us up on the dessert thing or, uh, with the TV show we need to watch. Really, it's the, the lines were open and are open. Uh, and the number is 323-553-2331. Now, if you call, it's not live. So, but you can call us for, for future. Uh, we'll never answer. That's our promise to you. Let's hear a call, Tony. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or a rim shot. <laughs> okay. Aha, I beat you again. Hey, this is Tracy from San Francisco. And um, how I'm doing is much like Tony. I was ready to pay someone $40,000 to do something in person. But luckily, everything in San Francisco is starting to open up. And on Monday, I got to go to a grand reopening of a bar that closed due to COVID and then burned down. Now it's open again and see all my friends. That was amazing. Um, my daughter's school is going mask optional, but she's still wearing a mask. And that's about it. And <laughs> no one's talking to you. And for favorite jokes, I think it's what kind of pants does Mario wear? Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> That's all I got. Bye. Thank you for calling in, Tracy. I like that joke. I was afraid she was going to hang up without giving us the answer. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that I was. uh, I don't think I would have saw where that was coming. I did try to think of because that's always the thing. You got to try to. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would have come up with that. Um, I have a few things to say. And one of them has nothing to do with anything. But you know, if it's in my head, it has to come out of my mouth. I just want to atone for something in my journalist past. Okay, so when I worked at Time Out New York, I worked in the features well. That's what they call the feature section. And we had a cover story that was like, was it like the New Yorkosity quiz or how much of a New Yorker are you? Or And it was like this fun, long trivia quiz about new york or how much of a new york i don't know it was a big Mm. old quiz but to get the answers you had to go online Mm. so you took the whole quiz and then you had to go online to get the answers but this was i left in 2007 or 2008 so this was like back before everything was online as much yeah so i forget why we did that it wasn't it wasn't like and i'm revealing uh secrets but this is so long ago i'm i don't think it matters it wasn't like this was the plan the whole time it was like we got to a point and it's like oh shit we're running out of time let's just put it online or we ran out of space i don't know it was some Mm. like we our hand was forced in some way um so i remember feeling like people are going to be mad because they're going to get to the end and they're going to be like what i'm on the subway and phones didn't work on the subway at that point or like this i didn't and then i remember we got it (laughs) 
We got a letter from a guy in prison who's like, I don't have internet access. <laughs> I do think that people in prison like maybe get a little bit of internet access. I think so. But he did not regular. But anyway, so I just want to say to anyone who was damaged or injured by that or just hearing about it feels upset. I'm sorry. It wasn't cool of me. And if you got injured by that, I'd really like to know <laughs> yeah, what happened. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I feel like I had some decent ideas at the beginning of my tenure there. And by the end, I was swirling the drain idea-wise. And that was one of my not better ideas. And I'm sorry. Okay. Now, back to Tracy. I enjoyed the joke. Um, I'm glad you didn't have to spend $40,000, even though it seems to be working out well for Tony. He feels good about it. Yeah. I, I mean, she sounded... She sounded like she's uh same boat. I mean, uh, she said that with the forty thousand dollars, but yeah. then yeah, seems like things are uh, just getting a little more normal. Yeah. Uh, regarding mask optional, that is what's happening in schools. It's like the teachers and yeah. the CDC like we recommend it, but it's mask optional. At my kids' preschool, um, the teacher sent out an email saying, "Do you want your kids to be wearing a mask inside?" And so I said. My preference is inside. However, I don't want him to be the only one wearing a mask inside. Mm -hmm. So will you let me know if like no one else is wearing a mask or if he seems to really not want to wear one? Mm -hmm. And then um, there's like a photo album site that, uh, you know, all the parents agreed, you know, so it just goes to the parents. And so I was looking at a, at a video from some St. Patrick's Day festivity. He told me a real leprechaun visited them, by the way. Um, he was very excited, yeah. <laughs> Overnight yeah, of and course. left treasure in their shoe or something. Um, <laughs> and uh, there were these two, there's these tw twins in the class who are the sons of a doctor and they weren't wearing masks. And I'm like, well, if a doctor is not having their kids wear masks, what are the rest of us doing? Yeah, I know it's weird, and and pretty much everywhere. I'm I'm guessing, especially since everywhere here seems to be kind of that now, yeah. like mask optional. I uh, do I'm think assuming everywhere right kind of is like that, right? Because we've kind of been the state the, that's like really been enforced, or at least the city. I think you know what I think it is. Allow me to put words in this doctor's mouth when I could easily text her and just ask. Um, I think the numbers are so low right now. I. Because I remember talking to her, texting her at the beginning of the pandemic just to find out, like, what are you doing regarding preschool mm -hmm. and stuff? She goes um, – she bases a lot on community spread and local numbers. Mm -hmm. And, like, the numbers are so low right now that it probably is fine. Yeah. I just feel like it's probably more confusing to the kid if since Elliot is fine with masks, uh -huh. I think it's, like, almost harder to be mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off. Yeah. So since I don't know what's coming next, I'm just going to go with mask on right now for inside. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's weird because I I've been doing I've still uh, I I will wear unless I'm like just somewhere and it's like only people that I know and and uh, but if I'm like in public, I'm usually still wearing one. Uh, but uh, it does feel weird like even though the things have been lifted like we got so used to wearing them that it really it feels like you're doing something wrong even yes. if like you're technically supposedly okay to do that but yeah uh, yeah it's weird we have to like retrain ourselves which but also still wearing them if you want to still wear it i got no problem with that and well, it's, it's not the worst idea and also i have to retrain my mind because i and i'm no offense to the people who will take offense to this, and that's okay. Um, maybe I do mean offense. For much of the pandemic, I have definitely had opinions about people who refuse to wear a mask yeah. or people who wear them wrong mm -hmm. on purpose. Oh, yeah. So therefore, now that I ha I'm going to have to retrain my brain, because yeah. at a certain point, it's okay to not wear one inside, mm -hmm. and I'm confused. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yesterday... Uh, one of my, one of my, uh, famous self-checkout experiences at Target. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you really do practice what you preach, yeah, Tony. Yeah. But no, I was at Target yesterday and I think that was like the first time I'd been in 
uh, a Target in a while that uh, like literally saw people walking around with no mask. Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, it really is. Like it's become jarring now to see it inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're okay. Yeah, we went last weekend. We went to Disconso Gardens and then Tamashanter. And at Desconso, there were people in the gift shop and in the bathroom without masks. And then at Tam O'Shanter, also inside without masks. Yeah. Um, I mean, restaurants and bars are, that's kind of a hard one to read. Right. I, I, I did, it is funny to me, not funny, but uh, when we are supposed to wear the masks at bars and restaurants, like, it's such a, I don't know, it almost became, uh, I'm pro mask, I think. Right. I think we know that. But uh, when it's like, a situation where like my table is here and the bar is like 10 feet away from me and I have to go up there to order and like technically you're supposed to put the mask on and walk right and it's like it's, this feels like a charade at this yes. point when we're like we're all unmasked but then when we walk we have to put the mask on right it does yeah yeah I know yeah it is strange at the same time Daniel and I went out for our anniversary on the 8th uh, and we walked into a restaurant with our masks on and the hostess and the people working there didn't have masks on. And that felt strange to us. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it is weirder. It, that is the next level of weird yeah. is when the employees aren't right. wearing one because that's especially jarring because it's become very, yeah, real, that's even more normal than seeing the just every person but then take a step outside of this conversation and this is all like three four years ago this would have been insane yeah i know it's all insane tony this is one of the topics i touch on in my new newsletter um did you know i have a newsletter i mentioned it on the show right Mm -hmm. i started a newsletter in the same way that you said that when you're drum when you're on tour you're like oh this is what i am this is what Mm -hmm. i do now that i'm writing about mostly nothing in my (laughs) newsletter weekly I've realized, oh, this is what I am. I'm someone who writes about nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm a writer. Uh, I think I am. My therapist told me I am. She said, Allison, you are a writer. And I was like, thank you. I think so too. But how do you know that? That's what I was, this was right. just last week uh, that she said this. I really was thinking like, yes, I am. But wait, why do you think that? Yeah. I often wonder that with therapists of... Like, are you just telling me what you think I want to hear? Right. I do like, pay you. Yeah. I mean, I believe I mean, I, in therapy so much, yes, but me, still. <laughs> yes, me too. Like, cause I, and I know it's supposed to be like the whole like no judgment zone yeah. and all that. Uh, but yeah, sometimes I do think that well, I'll say something and then then I'll so much like either like you are that or or like, no, everybody does that. Like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, because I come into therapy with just just me or everyone's every week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play the song too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play it live for her every week. <laughs> um, she's also been encouraging me to get back to writing for like a really long time now, though. So, yeah, um, well, that's good. Yeah, but so anyway, yeah. So I've been talking. I wrote a li- I, in general. I feel like no one really wants to, despite the lengthy time I took on this podcast talking about it. I don't know how much of an appetite there is for like reading or hearing or talking or thinking about the pandemic that much. So I just spent a little bit of time talking about some f- feelings and thoughts about yeah. that I'm having about the pandemic in the newsletter. But anyway, if you, uh, despite what I just said, I really think the pandemic, the pandemic, I really think the newsletter is uh, worthwhile. And I would encourage you, if you like me at all, check it out. Uh, I've now moved it over to Substack. So go to alisonrosen.substack.com. Uh, or anywhere I am on social media. If you click the link in bio, you can subscribe there. Um, and I think that we have more calls. But first, but first, and Tony, you can just get your okay ready because I think you know what that means. Um, I want to tell you guys about StoryWorth. I love StoryWorth. Look, I thought I knew my uh, dad better than anyone uh, because I don't know if all dads are like this, but my dad has a set of stories and a set of dad jokes that he tells over and over and over. And my kids are now becoming of age for him to tell his stories and dad jokes to them. And it's, he's, he's excited because he has a new audience. So I, given that I've heard this set and it's a, it's a robust set. Uh, 
of jokes and stories, you know, repeatedly, I wouldn't have, I would have thought I know all of his material. So I was surprised when I got StoryWorth for him. And StoryWorth is a subscription you get for someone where they receive a prompt to tell a story. And I, it, not a story like Once Upon a Time, but uh, it's a question, a personal, you know, a question about something in their life. And then they recount it. And then at the end of the year, StoryWorth takes this, these stories that they've written in, or they can call them in. And, and puts them in a beautiful hardbound book. And then you have a hardbound book of their stories. And it's like a great gift for you to have. And then also to pass down for generations. It's just such, I, I love it. I recommend it as a gift. Like I've been recommending it for years and people, um, they write to me and they're like, I got this for my mom. Or I got it for my dad, for my aunt, got it for myself, for my kids. Um, and, and it makes such a wonderful gift and such a wonderful heirloom. But anyway, um, it's a wonderful hand-me-down too. But anyway, uh, so I was really surprised when StoryWorth uh, was able to get stories out of my dad, things about like when he learned to drive, what that experience was like, um, jobs that he had as a kid, things like that that I never had heard. I didn't think it would be possible. Get to know your loved ones better and preserve those special moments forever with StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash best friend. That's StoryWorth, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash best friend to save $10 on your first purchase, storyworth.com slash best friend. We are supported by Peacock's Below Deck Down Under. Good day, Yachties. Your favorite reality franchise is charting a course for Australia in Peacock's new original series, Below Deck Down Under. On a super yacht near the Great Barrier Reef, it's not just the waves that rock the boat. Each charter of outrageous guests presents new challenges for the Yachty Hotties, but you can count on them to work hard and play harder. Besides, there may be sharks in the water, but this crew has a bite of its own. Fan fave Asia from Below Deck Med is back is Chief Stew, while hunky newcomer Jason has everyone saying, aye, aye, Captain. Add in yacht-sized egos and dueling deckhands, and you can bet there's drama on the horizon. If you're looking for the ultimate escape, pull up that anchor to come aboard. Below Deck Down Under is streaming now with new episodes every Thursday, only on Peacock. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had some of those. Uh to throw you how many of them do you have they're actually old ones from jeff but there's okay 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 (laughs) okay real fun for the listeners there listeners love my okays (laughs) my okays are legendary and but gorgeous yes yes i was gonna say but not the okay sign but um which i guess is accurate but i was thinking that's what we were talking about but that was thumbs up glad i brought all of this up Mm, I'm not. <laughs> do we have more calls? We do. Would you like to hear another? I would love to hear one. Would you like to hear me hit the rimshot button accidentally again? Sure. Surprise me. Oh. Oh, boy. I mean, that's fun, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hi, Allison. So, I saw your posting and thought I'd call in. I am doing all right. It is a very gray day today, and gray days make me feel a little bit sadder, I guess. Um, I live for the sunshiny days. Uh, my friends tell me I'm like a lizard, where I like to just lay in the sun. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's where all my happiness comes from, directly from the sun. I know you can't relate. Uh, <laughs> but, can't. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I am very much looking forward to the weekend coming. My days are very long. I work uh, 10-hour days, and it's just me and my five-year-old daughter. So the days are long, and then it's just her and I in the evenings hanging out. Um, But, yeah, Saturday I finally get a break, and it will be raining, so not looking forward to that. But I am looking forward to sleeping in, which essentially just means like six thirty, seven o'clock these days. But that's about it for me. Just took a break from work and saw your posting to call in. How are you guys doing? What's new with you guys? Does anybody else feel this uh, weather impact or your mood suddenly changes when the weather changes? All right. Hope you're well. Take care. 
thank you for calling in. I feel that, but the inverse. When it <laughs> is, when the sun comes out, I'm like, fuck. When it gets hot, I feel anxious. Um, I do not relate to you lizard people. I do. My co-host on Upworthy Weekly, Todd, is like, he put a hot tub. I think they built a pool and a hot tub. He's like a hang out in the hot tub, drink beers, California. Mm-hmm. He lives in Long Beach. Where is he from originally? Is he from California? California? California. <laughs> we were going to move right past that. But no. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, you know, I believe he's from, oh, I should know this. I forget what city specifically, but he is from Southern California. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm just blanking on spe- this specific city, but it is here. Yeah, so he just loves SoCal. He's the kind of person who should live here. I'm the kind of person who should not live here. Yeah. So, um, I just thought I thought maybe, since you said he likes it so much, I thought maybe he was not from here. And that's right. Because I feel like yes. that's, that's how I that's am. you are. Yeah. My mom grew up in Northern California, and the fog definitely depresses her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I love the fog. Yeah. I... All of it. Like, it is a thing that you just get so many of those gray days in the Midwest. And being away from it for so long, I forget about it. And then when I go back to visit, I'm just like, Ugh. and you're just like tired all day long. And just, just like, I feel like I can never get it. Feels, <laughs> it feels like the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't miss those days. So, so when it's hot and sunny out, you feel happy? I don't like hot, but uh, I definitely like sunny, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll get a tinge of when I see the sunlight. Like, there's like a half a day, maybe a day and a half, where I will remember that feeling of, oh, summer's coming, and that excitement over summer coming. Mm-hmm. But the, it goes away fast. Yeah, but I can I, sort of remember that feeling of like, oh, I'm going to have fun. But then I never did. But I remember the excitement of hoping I would. Well, and when you're younger, it's it's exciting because it's a break, two months off school, yes. or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, I st- but but shopping for school supplies was way more exciting than summer <laughs> ever was for me. <laughs> shopping for school supplies was the best. <laughs> uh. I was totally going to add something to that. It was going to be so good. And I can't remember what I was going to say. Something about <laughs> the sun, shopping for school supplies. Oh, uh, oh. Um, I don't think anybody loves the sun more than Bentley. Oh, and, yeah. Dogs really love the sun. Yeah. He is. So that brief time when I was supposed to be on tour that he was in Virginia with my parents, he learned from their dog that if he scratches at the door, it means he can go out. And so now he does that approximately 75 times an hour. <laughs> and just, and it's like a game now, because I I think like, okay, I'll let you, and, but he just goes out and immediately lays down in the sun, Aww. which is cute. And I, I'm cool with him doing it. Although lately, suddenly, so I have a backyard, but it's, it's yard, a stump, isn't he? right? Well, there I, he does lay on the stump sometimes, <laughs> and he poops on the stump sometimes. Uh, <laughs> That's so weird. He's a weird guy. Um, I don't have grass though; it's just dirt mm-hmm. and some dirt and cement. And uh, he suddenly, for some reason, goes out now, and the dirt just all sticks to him. I had to give him two baths in one mm. day the other day. <laughs> like he came in, he's because he's. For anybody that's not seen him, he's all white. And he came in the other day and he was like half white and the rest of him was brown. <laughs> has he changed or has the dirt changed? I don't know what, that's why. so weird. It's very sudden because he, yeah, he would go out and lay in it forever and be fine. And now he comes in filthy. Someone who has a French bulldog has got to know the answer. There's got to be like the f- coat must change you know or, the fur- or the dirt is changing. I wonder now that you say that. He, I had taken him to the vet like two months ago or something because he was crazy itchy and it turned out he was, they said he was dehydrated Mm. and they had me do a couple things to help with that. And so maybe in the past he 
was dehydrated still. and it wasn't and sticking now, to him yeah and maybe he's properly now hydrated he's, he's a moist dog <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to hydrate him uh i had to i they had me uh use conditioner on him i had to uh like condition him and then leave it in for like 20 minutes and then rinse him off and then also put some uh pedialyte in his water oh yeah it did you to work? Did you use human conditioner or dog conditioner? Human. Yeah, they said I could use whatever. So what did you use? Uh, whatever was cheap at guess where Target. Man, you are a Target <laughs> slut. I really am. I, I live just very like Jenna close. Kim Jones. There's she mul- loves Target. Yeah, and there's just there's seriously it's almost stupid. There are three Targets near my place that like could walk to any of them like a couple of them would be kind of a big walk but like it's like why are these why are they so close together there are women who have to change their panties right now they're so excited <laughs> people fucking love target i would no i wish i loved target i love a grocery store i haven't been in one in three years that's mm. not true but i haven't been in one in a long time i enjoy trader joe's i just I find targets, I don't know, there's something oppressive about it. I walk into a target and I instantly want to leave. See, that's we're the exact opposite because I'm kind of like that with grocery stores. Really? Yeah. What is it about the grocery Because I figured out what it is with Target. I just figured it out a second ago. It's, For, oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked me a question. <laughs> well, I was still talking though. You got to watch the cues. Um uh, it's, it's that, I hope you know, I'm kidding. It, no. I want people to know if, <laughs> unless anyone think that we're actually being mean to each other, Tony and I exchange more you to me, but still ex- there are texts that go back and forth saying like, I hope, you know, I'm just kidding. It's true. Can we let them know that? Yes. We can okay. let them know. Yeah. Um, okay. So something about walking in and it's like, there's clothing over here. Ooh, those pajamas look comfortable. Ooh, I actually think I might want one of those men's t-shirts. Ooh, those shoes. What I I'd never wear shoes like that, but I think I might want some. Ooh. And then like, oh my God, a lawnmower. That's a great price on a lawn. I don't, I don't need a lawnmower. Oh, oh, look, there's dog. That's not the kind of dog food, but the dog, and, uh, it's like my brain. There's too much going on all at once and I can see it all and it's just like too big. Mm-hmm. And then it just overwhelms me all at once. Something for some reason, that's what happens at Target for me. Whereas a grocery store, I'm like, I can do every aisle and it just, it's soothing. That's why I don't like Target. And also the, yeah, it's like overwhelming and I feel like it's kind of claustrophobia inducing. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't have that because uh, I feel like I think sort of the other side of that is is what I like about it is like I can go there and get a ton of different things that I need and I don't have to go all these different places. Mm. Um, but uh, and I and I don't get too like tempted by lawnmowers. Yes, <laughs> lawnmowers. I don't. Sell I lawnmowers. mean, no, but I feel like there is like a garden section. Maybe yeah. there's not. Yeah, there's yeah, there's 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 a small one. Um, but uh, I think my grocery store thing is, I I have a really hard time planning food for just me. Like it sucks for just cooking for just mm-hmm. one person because I feel like uh, it's hard to just you end up like wasting so much stuff or like and plus things will come up and like i'll end up like somebody will invite me to go out to eat and then that'll happen a few times and the next thing i know i'm like oh i never ate this thing and yes. i feel like that happens way too much um so all those things combined with uh the specific the grocery store that's closest to my place i just hate it's like it's smaller it's a it's a ralph's and it's smaller than all of the other ones i feel like and there's just some, it's just, that's claustrophobic to me a little bit. And it's just, uh, it's not, it's just not as easy of an in and out as mm-hmm. I would like. Um, but, uh, yeah, these are, these are my huge problems. I yeah. Have. <laughs> we both, people don't know how hard we have it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty tough for us. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, you guys, if you find yourself needing more Tony, which you probably are, then you'll be thrilled to know. I am not letting him go home after this because I am going to just throw questions at him that I received on Patreon. Patreon. Oh my God. (laughs) You're so fast in person. 
I, you're I don't, terrible I don't, at your job on Zoom, but I, in person hey, you're so good. I would I would be the first to agree with that. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's too many things on my screen. I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna do a friend zone, and I have so many questions that uh, have arrived for him. So you should sign up for my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Allison Rosen. I think them hearing a, my thoughts on the grocery store near my house really <laughs> is gonna suck them in. Like, it's gonna put them over the edge. Oh, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So friend zone episodes. The level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can watch the Thursday show videos. And if you subscribe for a year, you get two months free. So 12 months for the price of 10. That's a good deal. That's right. Uh, and uh, hey, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're, even if you don't, make sure you're subscribed or following, whatever you call it in your app of choice. Leave us a review, please. We read the reviews on the show. Um, and I, I love a review. I just love it. Rate us, review us. Let us know what emojis we as old people are using wrong in a review. Why don't you? Uh, and um, what was the other thing we want to know? Oh, yeah. Why are airlines <laughs> letting us know we have options? Let us know about that, too. And uh, subscribe to my newsletter, alisonrosen.substack.com. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. Listen to my other shows, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. And uh, Tony, what about you? Nothing new on uh, social media at Tony Thaxton and Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. That also has a Patreon. Um, Patreon. And that's uh, patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. Um, and yeah, no, nothing really else. I, tons of stuff going on, but like nothing to really, nothing to talk about really. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just meant I talked all this like so much more happening, but then I realized I'm like, oh, it's like stuff that I like nothing to promote though. Yeah. This was so much fun. I'm glad that I'm keeping you for another hour. Yeah. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 